Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. At the end of the day, being super transparent, there are days where I don't want to do this anymore. And time isn't just a healer. God is. Scarcity mindset can apply yes, to the taking yes, of too many opportunities. Yeah, yeah. This is part of my calling. Obviously, yeah. this is God opening up doors, but not every door that is opened needs to be walked through. Needs to be walked through. And not every door that is opened is from God. Hello and welcome to the Two My Sisters podcast. I'm Renee. And I'm Courtney. And we are your online sisters and hosts of the Two My Sisters podcast. Now we are all about promoting the wellness, growth and development of a community of sisters across the world. And in today's Christmas special, Ooh. we are going to be reflecting on the year and talking about overcoming the challenges that 2023 presented us with we know it's a great festive period Mm -hmm. you know great reflective time and hopefully you'll be able to get something inspiring wise etc out of this episode but we thought you know christmas time reflective time sometimes you're even dealing with family and you're thinking about (laughs) the year ahead and the year just gone and you're exhausted you're tired you fought all these battles for the year and we thought you know what let's reflect on what this year has presented us with many of you are trying to avoid that strongest soldier list of 2024 Um, and some of us Hmm. unfortunately made it onto it in 2023 (laughs) so let's just uh, (laughs) so we thought let's just reflect on that um, and what has happened especially before we head into the 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 new year um and let's just talk about overcoming the challenges and the Mm. battles of 2023 and the hope the lessons all of that gained from such events and warfare warfare do you know what's been ringing in my head you know Mm. the song truth is i'm tired shout out to tamala man prophetic ministration that song is that voice options are few god (laughs) (laughs) i've tried to pray but where where are are you? you i'm looking i'm all churched out hurt and abused i can't think what's left to do <laughs> so take me to the king that was a lady at the end of her tether mm. i can't lie to you i've definitely had my moments where i've been at the end <sighs> of my tether this year gosh. take me to the king gosh have you ever had a moment like this year where it's just like lord actually several just times. <laughs> lord several times take me over several times or like sometimes you even look outside and be like you know what if rapture or like if something i wouldn't be too mad wouldn't even be mad at it because things are occurring that are making me feel a little bit (sighs) you know anyways yeah so we have a lot to get into (sighs) but before we get into that let's do some housekeeping as you can tell i have been bullied before this episode oh, wait guys. guys i was so adamant that i wasn't going to wear these antlers <laughs> and then renee's eyes she was talking to me about something that her eyes watered up and i thought damn how does one make their friend happy again <laughs> put on these dumbass ears <laughs> but guys first of all there's just so much that we need to take in about courtney's look today okay the girls have been waiting first of all the hair i cut my hair she cut her hair if you're listening to this on spotify <laughs> apple you need to run we need the youtube views anyway to run to youtube have a look at miss courtney's hair doesn't she just look fantastic i've always said to courtney she's one of the few friends that i have that genuinely short hair is just for her you know 
know what I mean? Somebody that can rock short hair. It's giving yeah. TWA, but it's also it giving moisturized it goodness. It's just gorgeous. It's wonderful. Some of us, yeah, end up looking like small boys. <laughs> Others of us end up looking like radiant Nubian queens. So Courtney's <laughs> given us radiant Nubian. And then Aww. on top of that, sis came up with the juicy red lap. A little glassy. So moment. we're trying to I was do... wearing a nude lip before and then Renee came out with came a red with lip. Red she inspired me. Said, I was oh my gosh. You know, oh, yeah, there you go. If the word is influence. <laughs> she said bullied. I believe that the word is influence. No, no, no. As for the ears, that's bullying. Let me get to the ears. Okay. I think this makes the look just so complete. It's giving Christmassy. It's giving cute, but also you've got a little bit of fun to you. Do you know Yay. what I mean? It's giving spunk. Um, spunk. Yeah, it's giving spunk. It's giving uh, cute. Christmas elf, you know, it's giving uh, Mrs. Klaus, you know what I'm saying? Someone come and collect their friend. <laughs> Anyways, guys, another year in the running. CDB is I'll wearing for the antlers. I actually think it's 2 nil. I'm just going to give in, guys. Be careful of the friends that you keep. Chris, how they'll have you compromising Bringing your values. Bringing you some Christmas joy. <laughs> joy, joy, joy. So if you do have a friend that is maybe in a bar humbug spirit, you yeah. might want to buy them some one pound <laughs> antlets and influence them. <laughs> You've kept these well though. If this was me, I would have lost these Honestly, a long time ago. You know you what? I kept really it good. in my suitcase because I'm Aww. that person that's like, oh, we might need these yeah. in like a year's time. And here we are. Yeah, we, we might even get TMS like embroidered ones. Why not a little TMS on the here? Yeah, I think yeah. that would be so cute. So. Initially, I was going to make Renee wear, Renee wear both. Uh, yeah, and you know what's funny? I came she- out <laughs> <laughs> with both of them. I said I'm going to make it work. <laughs> But yeah, so um, if you want to come and enjoy the visuals this Christmas, <laughs> then you can. Uh, this is as Christmassy as this episode will get That's before we, have we talk you. about the trauma. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, is there lot. any other housekeeping stuff? I don't think so. I think as we're, you know, nearing the Christmassy festive yeah. season, um, I think just making sure that you check in with everybody around you. Yeah. I know that there are some people that I've even spoken to, friends and family that may not have people that they're hanging out with over the holiday season up until New Year's. So I think the housekeeping is just check out for a sister. Yeah. And check out for yourself as well. Yep. The holiday season can feel very overwhelming, but also very, you just come into it feeling quite tired. Some of you may be feeling ample amounts of excitement towards it as well don't want to um, negate or ignore that it's a very exciting time a time full of a lot of hope a lot of warmth um family and things like that but for a lot of you as well you may be feeling like gosh i'm just tired Mm -hmm. so really hope that you're checking in with yourself and you're resting and you're paying attention to like your emotions your energy level this season as well especially as you may be interacting with loads of people who you may not have seen in a while or you just don't really care to talk to so (laughs) yeah just just take care of yourself you know but also see the the joy in this season as well yeah life is very very short this year went by so so quickly so getting to spend time with everyone whilst they're still here here is really important for sure yeah well i think that's all the housekeeping that is stuff. all the housekeeping stuff well it? despite the fact it's christmas because i think this episode is coming out on christmas eve but yeah. you can watch it when whenever mm-hmm. um somebody is in need of help and they, our duties don't stop they don't when it comes to helping the sisters we don't go oh 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 no sending the sisterhood hell <laughs> <laughs> so i think it's time to answer a ding 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 Oi, lemma. and this one is very fitting to today's episode oh yes Hi, TMS fam. I hope you're good. I was wondering if you have some sound advice for me. For context, I'm 27 and I lost my mother about a year ago, Mm -hmm. leaving me as one of the main caregivers for my younger sibling. Mm -hmm. My grandmother took my younger sibling as I worked in a different city and I was still in a junior position in my career. 
My life has taken a complete 360, going from having zero responsibilities mm-hmm. outside of myself to being responsible for an entire human whose father has abdicated himself of all responsibility, plus dealing with my mother's estate, which has left me financially, spiritually, and mentally drained. Damn. I was fortunate enough to secure a new position this year with a higher pay in the same city nice. as my family. However, I'm in the most toxic team with a manager who makes my life hell. I somehow managed to muscle my way through work and earned a promotion for next year year Mm -hmm. to a more senior position in a different city with a new manager my dilemma is that with everything I've been through since my mother passed I'm afraid I'm going to crash at the most pivotal moment of my career Mm. my mental health is the worst it's ever been I'm losing weight from stress which is the first for me because I'm a stress eater I feel so alone in all that I go through and have to deal with. As much as I have my grandmother, she does so much for me. I can't imagine burdening her with this. Mm. I don't know if I have the strength to continue and I currently cannot afford therapy as a large Mm. chunk of my money goes towards settling my mother's debts on a monthly basis on top of my own, as well as the rising cost of living. I don't know if God can see me through this. Mm. I'm so afraid. I just need a break to process everything that's happened, but I can't afford to take one. Mm. My career means so much to me and the thought of losing everything I've worked so hard for kills me any advice on how to cope with this situation goodness me what yeah when I read it I was like wow yeah 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 wow sis first of all I am so 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 sorry for the loss of your mother Mm -hmm. like genuinely praying that you know God can comfort you and your family during this time and I really really pray that you can find some solace in knowing that you were definitely loved and that praying that she is in a better place and that now your family can really like hopefully move on um i know it's a very difficult time because it feels like there's also a lot of things that are in disarray as a result of this so your mother's estates your mother's debt the fact that you are now one of the primary caregivers to you know a younger sibling that you weren't anticipating for so i just want to actually acknowledge and say like we see you sis like it's not easy it's very easy for us to take up these mantles of responsibility and then feel unseen and unheard and uncared for especially because we are now in a position where we have to do the caring so just to first say we acknowledge we are sorry we see you and we're praying for you and really pray that god can comfort you during this time I ain't going to lie to you, sis. You've been dealt a really tough hand. It seems like you are very wound up and wound into very delicate, intricate and complex kind of situations right now. And being very honest with you, I can't come and give you, you know, come with a magic wand and say, this is how you can fix your life. I think it's one of those things where you have a particular hand that you've been dealt and it's how do you manage this effectively and efficiently in the hope of a better future. So I think right now, whilst you can't necessarily afford to take a break it may be worth you know even taking a day off or thinking about some hours within the day where you can actually reclaim your time i think it's really really important for you to prioritize that it may not be the long break that you need but i think a couple of um smaller sporadic breaks to just recuperate rest and actually get your mental health back on track is Mm. really really important and putting in time for yourself is really really important and um, congratulations on the promotion I know it's definitely not easy and I've had my fair share of working in environments that are not the most conducive Mm. to your mental health Mm. so congratulations on you know making it through as far as you have and congratulations for the promotion it's not easy to be in those environments and still thrive in a way that other people can actually recognize you for it so congratulations for the promotion very very well deserved and I'm so 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 proud of you we are so proud of you and we celebrate you so well done for that and in terms of just thinking about 
how to manage your time now and then thinking about the future. I think as it pertains to your job, it really is trying to find the silver lining in what feels like a desperately bad situation. Mm. So as much of I don't know the extent to which you have relationships with some of your work colleagues, but it may be, you know, taking the small steps of trying to alleviate or at least create relationships with some of the people that you're mm. working with. It doesn't have to be best mates or anything like that. But one thing that I realized with like my working situations is life is made easier the more people that you have on your side. Mm. So really trying to at least have positive working relationships no one is saying that you have to go to the pub or you know all of that yeah, yeah all of that nonsense yeah. but at least trying to um partake in company culture again i know it's really difficult especially with what you're dealing with right now but trying to partake a little bit in company culture um really resting in the fact that you have laurels to rest on you've been promoted you've been doing really really well so you should be respected at your particular position um is definitely something that i would say i don't know how you're managing your finances beyond kind of clearing your you know mother's debt and also thinking about caregiving responsibilities but also potentially thinking about how do I put money aside for the future Mm. as much as you know your younger sibling you are one of the caretakers and thank god that you you actually have your grandmother too like god bless her we thank god for her life as well and the fact that she's been preserved to even support you and I think right now you shouldn't feel guilty about going to her for that help and support because that's actually she is a big part of your life now Mm -hmm. that your mother is also not here and the fact that she's been willing to step in and support and you know be a part of that caregiving responsibility don't feel guilty because it was never your responsibility to raise your younger sibling anyways and she'll understand that right and she'll definitely understand that so I think leaning on her being honest with her understanding what her capacities are as well so that you can come to some kind of mutual understanding agreement as to how you may want to run things is super important I think it's also worth remembering that your younger sibling is not going to be young forever Mm. and eventually they will grow up and be able to god willing be self-sufficient as well Mm. so understanding that this is a temporary season for you too Mm. and coming back to the finances point um preparing for that right like as much as it can be so tempting and the right now is so pressing and urgent to clear debts and really think about how to make sure that you are afloat I think because you've now entered into, hopefully, fingers crossed, a tax bracket that is allowing you to be a bit more flexible, at least earn a little bit Mm. more. It may be worth thinking about how do I invest into my future as well? Because these caregiving responsibilities will certainly not be forever. And this pressure will not be forever. I think even the underpinning sentiment that I want to share with you in my thoughts towards this dilemma is this is not a forever situation and God sees you and God sees that. I think sometimes we can make our current reality. And I think it's actually so fitting to what we're speaking about this year. We can frame our future by our current reality and think that because we have experienced a bad year or a bad uh, few months or a bad couple of months or Mm. years are ahead, then our entire life is going to be defined by that particular season. Mm. Absolutely not. It may be one of the contributing factors, but it doesn't have to define your entire life. So really understand that, yes, you may be down bad in some of these areas, but remember and have hope that this is a finite season in mm. your life that will be overcome. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I would say lean into your grandmother, lean into the fact that you are doing super, super well at your job. Try and take the mini breaks where you can. And if you do have friends, you haven't really mentioned much about the support system that you have outside yeah. of your familial structure. I know that therapy is difficult and I'm not saying that your friends will stand in as yeah. therapy, but sometimes it's worth just 
you know, offloading or having conversations with your friends. Mm -hmm. Even literally like before this episode, there's even been times where before episodes where me or Courtney will be like, sis, I'm not feeling too good Mm -hmm. today. Can you like level with me? What are your thoughts on this? Can you um, support me? And the support may not look like offering some kind of solution. Sometimes the support looks like being held. Sometimes the support means being um, interceded for in prayer. Sometimes the support means literally just like being present Mm. and I think it's important if you do have friends hopefully you do like folks around you that you can start to have relationship with not only can they be a support system but they can also be a really beautiful part of your life right now Mm. creating opportunities for you to hang out with your friends creating opportunities for you to have a life that is above and beyond just your responsibilities and the things that you have to answer to is really really important um so that is what i would say but sis i really want to let you know that we are praying for you Mm. this does not have to define your entire life this is a season it may feel like it's stretching on and on but it is a season in a lifetime of joy and happiness that we really want for you Mm. and i think also just um leaning into the fact that you matter it may be so tempting to just minimize how you're feeling or minimize um the fact that you are important and you need to be cared for you still deserve care you are still deserving of care and just because your primary uh, caregiver is no longer present that doesn't mean that you are not worthy of Mm -hmm. care or that you don't need care and unfortunately you're in a position where where you get care from maybe have diminished a little bit but it doesn't mean that you shouldn't prioritize it so prioritize the times the small times that you can get in a day or within a week to take care of yourself prioritize you know um getting care receiving care and having that care from your grandmother Mm -hmm. if you can prioritize receiving care from the other support systems that you have around you Mm -hmm. but you are deserving of care you should be cared for and even whilst you are taking care of other things don't forget that you you still need to prioritize taking care of you that is what i would say miss i would love to hear your thoughts yeah i think you've hit everything that i wanted to talk about um especially that friend aspect i know when you do not have the resources for for um therapy or like you have other priorities which you rightfully actually do um therapy it feels like oh you're there's not there's no help that you can get but actually community friends just having people around to to like you said hold you and just pray for you or to even just be a listening ear to your sorrows to your pain um can really be some of the healing that you need especially as you just prepare to maybe go to therapy in the future I don't know if you've taken the time you've needed to grieve your mom mm-hmm. um it sounds like you lost her quite suddenly yeah. um or unexpectedly and so I would also say give yourself some time to grieve and I think if you're in a really healthy work environment letting your work maybe know that you may need a little bit of time off to just breathe grieve um I would also say maybe and I'm not sure you probably already doing it but spend some time nurturing the relationship between you and your younger sibling Mm. um I think it's very easy to be saddled with the responsibility of parentification and suddenly having to be someone's guardian or main main caregiver and then build resentment to that fact over time not to say that you feel that right now but I would say you and your sibling have gone through the same thing, right? You've both lost a parent. And whilst your your younger sibling's experience and understanding of that may differ towards you, mm. you two are what you have, as well as your grandmother as well, but you are what you have. And so take time for you and your sibling, you, your sibling and your, your grandmother to do things that nurture a familial relationship yeah. and doesn't just feel like it's always, ah, oh, this needs to be paid for. Someone mm-hmm, needs to take mm-hmm. care of this person. Like it feels like it's 
all being defined right now by responsibility. And I do understand that the reality of that is setting in very heavy for you because it's the forefront thing um, that has changed about your life right now. But you are still siblings. You are still family. And so take time to really invest in that side of things. Make time to laugh. Make time Mm. to make memories. Take pictures with each other. Like really be grateful of the fact that you guys are still here. You have the beautiful mm-hmm. memories that you had with your mother. Hopefully they were beautiful. Cherish those, share those with one another and really yeah. allow this to be a holistic grieving process, but also allow yourself to be drawn closer together um, and lean on your family. And I completely believe in what you said in terms of whilst your grandmother um, has faced a lot of responsibility and you have mm. too, she's probably the only person who really understands what it is you're facing. Mm. And so lean on her and I wouldn't see if somebody who's been able to step up this much and help you this month I don't see her then being like oh you're doing too much you're relying on me too much I think she'll want to be that touch point for you and so lean on that lean on that community lean on her maternal love as well um because I think it could really serve you in this period also and as Renee said all I can do is echo this is just a season like we really do pray this is just a season and Yes, you're going to have to put on your big girl pants and think about financial planning and budgeting and taking care of someone else, but don't negate taking care of you. Mm. And like Renee said, God does see you. God sees. Like he sees what's happening and you are handling it. He's helping you handling, handle it. Two promotions, it's not, it's not small. um, It is not small. Going from a team which you hate to a team which you love, it is not small. God's hand is all over you. And sometimes it's annoying or we don't understand it because it looks like grief. It looks like loss. It looks like sorrow. Um, but weeping may endure for a night, but joy mm. comes in the morning. And I think that you you need to remember that this is a night season, but yeah. the night is just a season. The morning will always come. And so allow yourself to, to have grace for yourself because God is having grace for you. Um, and he does see you. He does understand what's happening. Um, and he's with you all the way. Lean on him pray a huge part of our faith or um obviously you just mentioned god so i don't know where you're at spiritually but also like a huge core tenet of our faith is lamenting Mm. lament lament Mm -hmm, to mm -hmm, god mm -hmm. to share your sorrows but the one thing and i I think i heard this recently somewhere where i was like um when job lost everything yeah the bit that really kept him close to God was the fact that in all his complaining, it was to God. He was mm. praying, his communication with God never ceased. Yeah. Even in his pain, in, even in his strife, even in his expression of, I don't understand what's happening. Yeah. I feel like everything is conspiring against me. When he was speaking those things, he was saying them to God. And a lot of us feel like we can't talk to God in that way. Yeah. But trust me, if you read Psalms, if you read Job, Listen. if you hear the, some of the things that David was saying to God, <laughs> you would think, oh, how can you talk to God this way? But uh, honestly, it's just... Allowing yourself to talk to God because He understands. Yeah. God has heard far worse. And what you're doing is you're trusting Him with your pain. Yeah. And I think with this, you need to trust Him. You need to trust community with your pain because you have every right to feel it. And there's only a few people in this in this space that can actually help you heal it. Yeah. And time isn't just a healer, God is. And mm. so allow yourself to really go to Him with the pain that mm-hmm. you're feeling. Mm-hmm. Um and allow yourself to sit in that because I can, if I, I can only imagine how this can rock your life. Listen, 
your entire life um and sis i don't want you to get to a place of like deep depression or suicide and these things easily creep in when you feel like my life is just terrible and it's always going to be this way Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yes there is pressure but pressure this pressure is going to produce something so much more beautiful for you and that is our honest prayer for you we pray that you don't lose your mind because that's an easy thing to happen like we really pray that you find the peace the love of family whatever can be found in this season that is good you deserve it and we pray for you to experience it but also give yourself the room to lament to cry to grieve Mm -hmm, um mm -hmm. and yeah we we hope and we pray that your mum is resting well Mm. and that you and your grandmother and your sibling um will make a beautiful thing out of the ashes of this situation so um yeah thank you for trusting us with that dilemma and we just pray for a revitalization and of energy for you as well as you are you know financially spiritually mentally drained we just pray that god replenishes you in every area even in a supernatural way even if you don't find the words to ask for it we pray for that on your behalf um and so yeah all the best all the best um yeah email us if anything reach out to friends and family if anything so um yeah that was that dilemma and i just thought that yeah it would be a good like link to this episode because this year's been a lot this year has been a lot (laughs) like in the best and the worst ways um i thought it would give us a great opportunity to reflect because this is episode 51 of season four season four <laughs> four seasons. I think this is episode fifty-two. Is it episode fifty-one? No, it's when 50, I messaged I fifty-two, you, you um episode fifty. When I messaged you, I was like, "Can you believe this is episode 50? 50 Yeah, yeah. So yeah, 50. yeah. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's a long Ooh. time and three years plus of TMS. Three years plus of TMS. Three years. We got a toddler Weekly. man. Weekly episodes yeah she she really is a you toddler. guys better been glowing and growing you know that's, oh, a, that's a, can you lot. imagine can you imagine but yeah like this year we have we have just been coming with podcast 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 mm-hmm, and mm-hmm, i think with mm-hmm. us not to toot our own horns but toot toot um we've like no matter what happens we always sit down in front of these mics and create episodes um and like you actually said there are times where and this episode isn't just about us like yeah it's yeah. not just centering us we want to share some things which will hopefully yeah. help us entirely as a as a sisterhood as yeah. a community but um there have been times where we will have the crappiest weeks like weeks awful. guys awful. Awful. awful awful like awful weeks days mornings everything and we're still like we're gonna sit down and record episodes and i think this is tms is one of those things that has anchored us to purpose yeah for sure so we haven't had whilst there has been temptations to run away from what god is calling us to do and who he's calling us to be there's always been something that's forced us to confront it and accept it um which has been tms for me anyway and i think for you as well where it's like this sense of responsibility this sense of commitment you know you said you're going to do something you said that there are people who you're serving so show up and serve so now you kind of not have to to suppress your feelings Mm. but really contend with them mm-hmm, i'd even say and mm-hmm. um, so i thought this would be a really good episode to kind of reflect on the good the bad the ugly yeah. um that has happened in 2023 but also how it's grown us yeah. as people yeah and the lessons that we have learned that we can kind of impart to our sisters for sure um so that heck i really hope you guys don't have to face it but also um <laughs> frontline warriors so that if you do yeah. you'll also yeah, yeah, know yeah. that there's beauty on the other side of it yeah so how you been? 
girl <laughs> miss ma'am you know what's even uh funny about this episode guys mm. like literally right before it me and courtney were having like a mini catch-up mm. and part of the reflection process of this episode genuinely had me very emotional mm. because it's one thing to think about you know the highs and all that kind of stuff but to genuinely contend oh. and to genuinely think and allow yourself to really process what has gone th- like what you've gone through yeah. especially through a year We've had, as you've said, the highs of the highs. This has been an excellent year. But that which has the capacity to go very, very high also has the capacity to go low, low, low. And let me tell you something. I have seen rock bottom. You have seen rock bottom. We have seen the bottom of that rock. (laughs) (laughs) The bottom of that rock. We know what the bottom of that rock (laughs) looks like. We have been frontline, you know, soldiers. We've been in the trenches And I think for me, there was almost a sense of overwhelm at all of these different emotions and Mm. the fact that it's produced such maturity. I remember when we were reflecting even on our year and our friendship and stuff and the word that was used was maturity. Maturity. Not to say that we're at the pinnacle because guys, we're we're still baby girls. We are. We really are. Even even that whole, we're still baby girls. (laughs) (laughs) We're running out of time through (laughs) In spirit. (laughs) Baby girls in spirit. spirit. (laughs) But the word was really maturity. And I love how you framed it around what kind of fruit is this producing? Because oftentimes that has anchored me and has given me the will to continue Mm. when the will is lacking, Mm. like Mm. lacking. Mm. And Mm. having systems in place to ensure that we can still carry out purpose has been so important to me because at the end of the day, being super transparent, there are days where I don't want to do this anymore. Like I actually Mm. don't want to do my work because I'm tired, I'm exhausted, I'm not, you know, feeling good. But I have to do it because I know that I'm called to a higher purpose and I care about this. Come on. And it's the confliction, well, the conflicting yeah. states of being tired, being, you know, run down, being going through bouts of depression with I have so much joy and so much purpose that I need to fulfill mm. and sometimes sitting with them at the same time. Mm. So even for me, I think one of the biggest challenges that I have faced this year is kind of twofold Mm. it is the one contending with these emotions but also understanding that suppression isn't regulation Mm. or contending Mm. i am definitely the kind of person that can i have interpreted maturity as putting my emotions to the side and continuing to go just getting just getting things done you know some growth is at the other side of the pain go through the pain sometimes you actually have to feel the pain and from having conversations with you through listening to a whole bunch of podcasts to thinking about you know things like therapy I've really understood that you actually cannot suppress your emotions it is not possible and the suppression will just manifest itself in anxiety Mm, and mm. oftentimes your anxiety is a signal it's your body telling you that there's there's something wrong with you emotionally and so for me having to look back at 2023 where I've had have experienced high anxiety and actually contending with the fact of I have some suppressed emotions that I need to deal with or I need to process has been so hard for me, especially coming on like a podcast like this or being somebody that's so interested in personal growth and optimization and stuff like that. Knowing that there's still work to do is so frustrating mm. and knowing that there's still emotions that need to be processed through because at the end of the day, I am human. Yeah. Um, and understanding that, yeah, suppression is not regulation you have to feel the emotion and i don't mean just like oh i'm angry i've identified the emotion you physically you have to feel it oh Courtney, there's been times i've been angry (laughs) (laughs) 
guys let mm, me tell mm, you mm. there's been times that i've been angry oh. i've been like girl mm. like i've actually even said girl <laughs> <laughs> not the growl Coolie, nah, nah i've been there i don't want to like air anybody's dirty laundries but like disagreements or arguments that i've gotten into in 2023 and like i've been so frustrated that i literally said do you know how funny that is like girl like you know when you're so upset that you do something oh. and you're like what do i even this do is to just, let this yeah, out yeah, yeah 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 so the bodily experience of yeah. these emotions have jarred me so much because they're often the ways, like when I have suppressed the emotions, it will come out in a yeah. girl. It will come out in like a sudden outburst of actually I'm crying, yeah. like weeping. I'm not a massive crier. Yeah. This year I've, I've cried. cried. This year I have cried, guys. I have cried over relationships. Mm. I have cried over work. I have cried over finances. Mm. I have wept this mm. year. Mm. And mm. in a way, I found it so cathartic because I have started to allow my myself and my body to experience the emotions yeah. as they are coming yeah. as part of that process. Yeah. So I think for me, I would really be encouraging the sisters that are listening in suppression doesn't make you more mature mm -hmm. suppression isn't a means of regulation suppression will lead to anxiety mm -hmm. and your body will catch up to you fast mm -hmm. very very quick so if you need to cry cry if you need to be angry if you need to go to a rage room in fact Do my it. rage room appointment is actually pending overdue even <laughs> Overdue. I was watching an episode of 911. That's my mm -hmm. latest, uh, obsession. you know, obsession. <laughs> and they went to a rage room in one of the episodes and just smashing things up with a baseball bat. I want to do that. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. But really prioritizing in 2024, leaning into my emotions, obviously not um, allowing my emotions to completely lead yeah. my life, but allowing my body to experience those emotions so that I can process yeah. them, understand yeah. them and then regulate yeah. them. For me, it was like, oh, I felt it, move on. Yeah. And I think what was really interesting, I was listening to a podcast episode by um, Adam Young, the Adam place that Young. we find ourselves, love him. And he was talking about how sometimes, especially for those that are more spiritual or like those that are, you know, have a faith, obviously ours is Christianity. Mm -hmm. We need to realize that what the Bible says on managing our emotions is actually a lot more complex than yeah. we give it credit for. Yeah. And there's a temptation to, oh, you're a Christian. You shouldn't be worried. You shouldn't yeah. be anxious. You shouldn't feel these particular ways. And it's like, no, whilst there is something to be said about, you know, resting in the strength and the joy of the Lord. I love what you were saying about the fact that God is there to be lamented to. Yeah. And part of being able to rest in that strength, in that joy of the Lord is to actually express yeah. and then process. So for me, so good. man, man, overcoming the temptation to suppress my emotions and to suppress the fact that I'm actually upset or angry or I've been hurt by certain situations in 2023 and allowing myself to feel it, feel it. and then process. It's not just, ah, oh, process, heal, da, 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 da. You have to experience yeah. it first. That's so good. That's so good. And I've been there this year as well. Like, you have to actually you can compartmentalize especially when, and um. I think this is the the <laughs> thing that we've learned this year. This year we have seen 
so many doors open and so many opportunities um, come our way in the areas of our work, right? Especially with TMS. Mm -hmm. This year we became published authors. This year we've got like so many speaking engagements, so many appearances, loads of campaigns to do. It was just like, wow, like people are even recognizing us as like, no, we need to talk to you. And people who we've looked up to have been like, when can I get a meeting with you? Let's have a chat. Let's have a catch up. And it's like, oh my gosh, wow, that's amazing. So there are now so many windows to have to show up in that you're like crap I've just gotten this message or I just had this fight with this person or I've just seen my bank balance or the bank has just told me this or this I just received an email that like oh this thing that I was anticipating is not happening but crap in 10 minutes I have a meeting with someone Mm. or Mm. crap in 20 minutes we have to record an episode two episodes back to back and it's like I actually have to take that feeling of anger or pain or sadness or disappointment, whatever, and put it somewhere. But I think the temptation, especially with high functioning people Mm -hmm, like us, mm -hmm. is to leave it and forget it there. And it's like, the pain doesn't go away. It's in a closet somewhere. That closet's in you, right? (laughs) And so no matter what you're doing, no matter how cute you look, you're going to show up with that pain still somewhere. And one day it's all going to fall out of the wardrobe, right? It's Mm. all going to, like you said, it's going to be lashing out. So the other day I lashed out at someone very badly. Mm -hmm. And even I was like, I think I need to go back to therapy. Who the hell was that? Like, I haven't seen my rage manifest in such a vicious way Mm. especially towards someone I love ah I was disappointed in myself Mm. and I even came home that day and I was like punching the air (laughs) because I was like I've got (laughs) I was probably punching the air the hallway (laughs) 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 but literally I was like I've got all this energy like stored up in my body like negative energy stored up in my body and I need it to get out somehow because it's literally making my blood boil like I feel itchy on the inside Mm. right and I think because the temptation for us is to leave it somewhere, mm. you forget that actually you're putting it there to come and contend with it at a, yeah. a time, right? And I think it's been intentionally carving out that those times to be like, you know what? I actually need this protective one hour or two hours every day to deal with the things that I've mm. put aside so that I could show up professionally, right? Yep, yep. So that I can be like, oh, hi, God. So-and-so said this to me today. <laughs> I wanted to kill them. Yeah. <laughs> so where do we go from here? <laughs> Then so and so came and tried to hug me, and I said, <laughs> "I wanted to punch them in I the face. Slap you in I will face. actually beat you." Yeah, so it's it's just like really contending with it because, like you said, and I think it's that realization we come to every year, mm. every so often, where it's like I'm just a human being, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm, I can't, mm-hmm. I don't have to be superhuman. And I think one thing this year that has really challenged me is I had to let go of my perfectionism oh. I had to let go of my perfectionism I, it actually cannot work anymore it's so <laughs> counterproductive it, it, it actually cannot work anymore it's so counterproductive because not only do I hold myself to this impossible standard I'm starting to hold other people to it too yeah and oh. so you should celebrate yourself every day but some days you should celebrate with jewelry Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Their shortcomings really piss me off. Because oh. I'm like, but if it was me, I would have done it like this. Oh. And it manifests as a type of pride and arrogance. So like self-righteousness. Oh, <laughs> when I say you're, you're gingering my spirit. You know when someone puts language to how you're feeling? That, yeah. Because that one was right there. <laughs> that one's been right so Because it's like, why can't you just like suck it up and be, and it's, that person is being, reminding, I'm a human. It's like, well, do better, be it's, better. It's like, why is your approach, you're, in your head, you're like, why is your approach so problematic? The problem is actually you. Me. The way you deal with things is problematic. Because in my head, it's like, now I would have just sucked it up. I would have just taken it. I would have just been like, and it's all of that compartmentalization yep, or yep, the um, yep. suppression. That's the language you use. It's yep. all of that suppression that we do. But then when you meet someone who's like, no, I'm not going to suppress this feeling. I'm actually going to live in it. Mm. You're kind of like, oh, you're so childish. Yeah. <laughs> Get over it. Oh my gosh. Don't How let gonna your emotions roll you. How are we going to progress? Do you get what I mean? And they're like, no. And usually those are the least toxic people. Because yeah. they're like, no, no. As soon as I feel an issue, I want to address it. Obviously yeah. not in a toxic, immature way. But for us, I think when you're so used to suppression, mm. when people express mm. and um, kind of manifest that expression, yep. you're like, oh my gosh, you're moving really crazy. But like you said, it's actually not maturity what we do. Right. Suppression isn't maturity. Sometimes uh, um, maturity is in the healthy expression or the healthy contending. That's good. And I think despite having to show up all the time and definitely not complaining, I wouldn't change a lot of what happened mm-hmm, this year for mm-hmm, the world. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, despite having to show up and be our best selves and almost become personalities, like people encounter us and they expect us to be how we are on the podcast. Yeah. So you want to give them that energy. You want to yeah. give them the, the wisdom, the vim, the warmth, all of that. But then you still have to go back into your your room or whatever, your safe place yeah. and be like, I actually need to face my own feelings as well. And that's going to look very messy. The amount of times I've cried this year is criminal. Oh. Criminal. And guys, when I you said you're not a crier. When I say I'm not a crier, <laughs> I don't give a damn. <laughs> I do, I'm not crying. I, I am surrounded by a lot of people who like cry. Like even yeah. at movies, yeah, like, yeah. oh, that was so emotional. Yeah, they turned on the lights yeah, for crying. And yeah, I'm just looking at them like, like what happened here? <laughs> Why the hell are you crying? Double harbors. And like. literally all of my friends are like, no, Courtney, it's okay to cry. I'm like, yeah, for you. Yeah. <laughs> for you, to you. Like, that moved me. Yeah, that's great. Be moved. That moved me. And it's because there was, there's a part of myself that I shut off a long time ago. Yeah. Like, I completely shut off a very long time ago. And I feel like that's a part of me that's been trying to unlock itself recently. Oh. And I'm kind of like... Why are you doing that? Yeah, Courtney are the same the same person right now. <laughs> no, genuinely, because even upon, one of my biggest reflections as well is I feel like I'm starting to tap into the sensitive side of myself. Like I'm becoming a lot more sensitive. sensitive. And then I wonder, is it have I all, or something? It might be. <laughs> <laughs> we say as with the <laughs> Um Then I wonder, is it that I'm becoming more sensitive or was I always sensitive but had shut it off and did not have a safe enough environment to express my sensitivities? Exactly. And that's exactly what I'm realizing. Chickens are coming home. When you do all of this self work, 
glowing and growing. What happens is everything around your life, like this stuff actually works, guys. Everything, <laughs> you know, it's crazy. Everything around your life becomes a safe space. Yeah. Your friendships become a safe yeah, place. Yeah, yeah. Your relationship with your family mends and heals. It becomes a safe place. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know what's happening cognitively, but I guess that's told my brain. This is a great place to be vulnerable. And I'm like, why are you doing you that? You know what? Again, it's actually scientific. <laughs> so the I, a lot of us are in states of various dysregulation. Yeah. So I was even like learning this over the past few weeks, ETC. But when it comes to like affect regulation, our capacity and how comfortable we feel in expressing ourselves, mm-hmm. it is very much reliant on how much our brains and like how connected we yeah, feel. How so safe the, we feel. Exactly. So the more connected we feel, whilst we may be like interpreting that as, oh my God, I'm breaking down. All of a sudden I'm super sensitive. All of a sudden I'm like airing out things that I previously thought was trivial. It's actually a big factor in that you're in a safer environment that you've built community that your brain is recognizing the neurons yeah. <laughs> the neuro pathways <laughs> are realizing that you can actually express yourself yeah, and you're safe here. you're safe here and that's really really important because for a lot of people they don't realize but it always goes back to childhood yeah. you know yeah. you know it goes back to back in the day whether your primary caregivers didn't give you space to express yourself or you were in certain situations where you were unsafe. The more that your brain starts to recognize you are in safe situations, the more you can actually regulate your affect. So it's not a surprise that as we're getting older, more safer, we're building this uh, community, uh, (laughs) friendships, relationships, yeah. That we're, ah, tears. Tears galore. Like, and it's been really, it's been really interesting not only seeing what triggers tears, right? But also my response to my tears mm-hmm. and realizing mm-hmm. that like a lot of the way I respond to myself, I'll never respond to someone else. Right, right, right. And right. it's just like, wow, you are really mean to yourself sometimes. Like you need to be a lot more softer and sensitive mm-hmm. towards yourself. Yeah. Um, and I think a lot of what people are like tooting as like, oh, being feminine, being soft, being did is actually just healing. Mm. Like actually doing the deep work of healing. Cause I think everyone should experience that safety where your brain goes, you're safe here, calm down, mm. breathe, breathe, breathe properly, release that tension in your shoulders. Like you don't have to be on guard with mm. everyone. You don't have to hide parts of yourself. And I think I'm seeing that more in myself and in other people around me that it's been hard to accept that that's actually a really beautiful thing because yeah. for a long time I've told myself that's weakness yeah. and it's something that should be straight away from and so yeah i've been there man becoming more sensitive has been a huge one um accepting that i am not a superhuman has been a huge one i think this year for me has been one of the years where i've really experienced like anxiety Mm. like anxiety in new ways and i think it's because and as i was reflecting before this episode as well this year came with such a drastic season shift for me yes yes i was like whoa (laughs) you know what lash you know what it makes me think of you know like games like temple run yes the uh, and you know when you hit like the over i think it's like five hundred thousand the the coins the coins and all of a sudden 
the gaps between are kind of longer, <laughs> the, the bends are sharper, you don't even have time, and then all of a sudden, ah, oh, I've fallen You're into the clouds. Now. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, this, that's what it felt like. This year came with, and I know the exact moment it happened. <laughs> yeah, no, cast I know the exact back, cast No, your cast back. your mind back to March 2023. Oh. I was in bed one day. Stop. Yeah. No, 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 asleep. <laughs> and I woke up suddenly, it was like 2.45 in the morning. And I just woke up and it was just like, it was after a week of really struggling to sleep. Like I could not, I think you, you I was telling you about this. Mm. I could not find rest anywhere. Oh, <laughs> you would have thought I was a wicked <laughs> person. I say. could not find rest guys. I was struggling to yeah, sleep. Yeah, like yeah. I was every night at around like 3am, 4am, I would wake up in panic, like yeah. really panicked. Cause I was like, I think it, it started to dawn on me that, oh my gosh, I've just had this really long gap here. Everything has been really flexible. I've been flying around. I've really enjoyed myself. I've just been YOLO and doing me. And now I'm having book people and managers being like, can you send me this? Can you do this? Can you? And I'm like, God, I feel like I'm working. <laughs> What's going I'm working on? to the ground. There's what is too going many on? people to answer to. Literally, and I felt like God told me that night, it was like a few days before our book came out. It's like, your gap here is over. Yep. Get ready to work. Cut it. And I was kind of like, oh that's really scary and then our book came out and then literally I started like opportunities that I didn't think would come started coming out of nowhere Mm. I was now consulting and being a freelancer and doing really well at that getting different like opportunities here and there and I was like oh my god now I went from not being busy to being busy all the downtime lord have mercy and I was guys I don't think I've ever felt so like I don't know what I'm doing. Mm. I'm literally taking it one day at a time. And I think that approach of I have to take this one day at a time is what has helped me deal with the anxiety. Because there was so much worry around what does this month look like? What does this week look like? Oh my gosh, there's so much on my plate. That's just like, you know what? Everything on my plate is digestible. I just need to take it one bite at a time. Mm -hmm, If mm -hmm. I try to tackle everything, I'm going to choke and I'm really going to die. And so I've, yeah, I had a lot of anxiety and a lot of worry towards this year, starting from March, simply because I didn't know if I was ready to handle the things I had prayed for. And I didn't see it coming now. I think sometimes we want to say the prayers, but then also control the manifestation and control the timeline. And it's like, no, God said, okay, now let's do it now. And it's just like, no, I'm not ready for that actually. If you don't stop. Yeah, but one thing I've learned this year about seasons is yep. also that like seasons come with windows. Yeah. Like yeah. this is the window of opportunity. Please take it. Yeah. Like please whilst take it whilst you can. Because sometimes when certain windows close or just go by, you won't get them for quite a while yeah. again. Yeah. Um and so yeah, that's oh, it it yeah, it was really it was really drastic. Mm. It was really exhausting, actually. Mm-hmm. I think this year, a word that I can really use to express this year is just tired. Oh. T- and the thing is, the tiredness has coexisted with excitement. Mm. Everything has been really exciting, but everything has been really tiring. And like, you'll find yourself doing something really, really, really cool. And younger me would have thought, oh my God, I, I should be so excited. I should be bouncing off the wall so over the moon. But it's all shrouded with tiredness. Oh, exhaustion. <laughs> bags under your eyes buying three concealers just to to cover those dual bags (laughs) no i resonate with that so so strongly Mm. and 
it's never a good feeling, especially if you're somebody that is high functioning, mm. because that exhaustion is now making you feel like you can't show up in the areas that you have prayed for. Yeah. So it's like, oh, all these great opportunities are coming up. But then now I don't even have the energy to be able to exploit it to its fullest. And that's something that resonated with me, man. Just all over the place, all over oh, the gaff. Yeah, yeah all yeah. over the gaff. And one of our previous episodes triggered me so much in the, oh, you can't be the multifaceted babe. <laughs> I, I want to let you know. No, because people were even sending messages like, oh my gosh, like I felt like you were talking directly to me. I want to let you know there was only one person I had in mind for that. And that was Renee Amaka Kapuki. That was me. I was talking to myself. It was a one-way conversation. Let me tell you. Wow. <laughs> because, wow. The, <laughs> the level of stress. And I think what sometimes frustrates me um, a little bit differently to you is I felt like upon reflection, there were certain things that were taking my focus, which were great things. Mm but I didn't need to be doing. Mm, mm, so this, mm, the year mm, for mm, me, mm. I was doing a lot of incredible stuff. There yeah, was TMS things. Stuff. Yeah, there was TMS, you know, we was traveling, we mm -hmm. was outside, the book was coming yeah. out. But then additionally, there was a whole bunch of things that was I was also equally yeah. interested. Well, I wouldn't say equally interested in, but, but interested I thought in. I was interested mm. in, right? And what I didn't realize until a little bit later on in the year was that a lot of these things were not only taking my energy and my, you know, capacity to just do things. Yeah. It was also stealing my focus mm. and diverting my focus, diverting mm. me from, you know, my mm. calling, my mm. purpose. Mm. So all of these things were good to use the same quote. All of these things were good, but were they of God? Like God's was yeah. this really part of God's call for my life? All of these things were interesting, but did I have to pursue them now? Mm. And I kind of felt a little bit of guilt around the fact that I had created a life where I was doing a lot of different things and I was now exhausted, but I wasn't doing the things all the time to. that I needed to do. So even the contention around like, am I making the right decisions for my life? And then overthinking it as, oh my gosh, I've decided to do this. This has detracted me from my purpose, my calling, so yeah. I can't get back on track. And I think I sat on the op the extreme end of the spectrum of taking up the windows of mm. opportunities where I was taking up too many Everything. opportunities. <laughs> Just one scare. Like <laughs> <laughs> one scare. Everything. And I think, wow, it, it, upon reflection, yeah, it's really making me think that sometimes scarcity mindset can apply yes, to the taking yes. of too many opportunities. Yeah, yeah. I kept on lulling myself into this false sense of, um, I kept on lulling myself into this false sense of need around, I need to take up every single opportunity that presents myself because obviously this is part of my calling. Obviously yeah. this is God opening up doors, but not every door that is opened needs to be walked through. Needs to be walked through. And not every door that is opened is from God. You know, sometimes it's, well, if it's not from God, we know who his, <laughs> we know who his assailant is. <laughs> we know who his adversary is, isn't it? And yeah, I think I went through a very challenging personal process of having to hack down, yeah. having to prune, having to have conversations with people that I had made commitments to and had to basically not necessarily go back, but we had to figure things out because I realized mm. this actually wasn't for me. Mm. And it, it was hard and it felt like such a mature thing to do to actually go back on my word or go back mm, on certain situations right certain commitments because child i was having some sleepless nights and i think for me the spillover now being over committed 
to all of these things, but undercommitted to all of my mm. other relationships as well. Mm. There was even some times where we had like our intervention. I remember one time Courtney, listen, we had an intervention. Courtney was just like, girl. <laughs> you know, when you get the, um, we need to talk text. <laughs> nah, guys, guys, guys. There had been a few times where oh, like friends. Funny. <laughs> I told you Courtney had a lot to say today. <laughs> You know when you get the we need to talk decks from people. Mm. Ah, this year I got the we need to talk. <laughs> like Renee, like not even we need to talk mm. and spend time together, mm. but we need to talk because I can see as one of your close friends or one of the people that cares about you, you're doing entirely too much mm. and your focus is detracted. And it was so frustrating, so frustrating because it felt like I was chasing five different rabbits and chasing not and, and getting catching none. Nothing. You know, catching none. So I think the lesson in there is. Not every opportunity is for you mm. and not every window that presents itself is a window that you should jump through. Mm. There are certain windows that will open up that will be great, yeah. but not every window is of God. Yeah, And having, being tuned into that discernment, sometimes because you're so tuned into taking up every opportunity, mm. you lack the discernment to yeah. see, is this an opportunity for me? Yeah. And then you get frustrated. Ah, but God, you know, why am I so tired all the time? Why do I have so many, why is my energy diverted yeah. across 10 different things? And much. God will be like, you're, you already know the answer to it. You're doing too much. Much. so coming towards the end of this year me scaling back yeah. how much happier i've yeah. been how much more fulfilled i've been and being able to take that into 2024 yeah. has been such a blessing but the challenge of having to go through that oh yeah. bro a hundred percent and i think you you said it right it's no longer operating from a place of scarcity and realizing that like you don't have to be scared about doing less because mm -hmm. the things that you are doing, the few things which you are doing can actually make up all the things you want. And I think it's been that approach of having to have faith that, okay, God, like, it's actually in our situation, not to give too much away, but like, yeah. I think you do all of these things because you're like, I really want to provide for myself. I really want to like be fulfilled. I really want to almost have these like, the ability to even just say I've done these things right. especially as like high performing people and then get into a place where you're like because deep 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 down I don't believe if I poured my energy into this one thing this thing will fully work mm. how I need it to yeah. do you get what yeah, I mean yeah. it's not that it can't work but I need it to it, I need to almost um create like a just a, a bit of a safety net just in case it doesn't work out very well I need to be able to say oh so hmm. I, you know it's all right. I've got contingencies. Okay, I've got other things. And I think this year, God has really been tackling us on like, let go of your contingencies. Oh. If you say that you really, really trust me, stop that crap. Like stop the contingency. Stop trying to make things happen for yourself and just follow what I've told you to follow. And it's just like, but God, like. like but you don't understand. You, like, I, you actually don't get it. I've experienced poverty. said, yeah, I was there. Experience. Exactly. <laughs> Exactly, you saw the suffering. So why would you want me to go why back? Would you want me to go back? And I think it's that understanding that, like, one, God can be trusted. Absolutely. Two, we don't have to kill ourselves. Someone's already died on our behalf. Oh, paid it all. <laughs> we actually don't I've need been to kill trying ourselves. Trying to tell the council tax people that but there seems to be some kind of. When I tell them at the rental agencies that Jesus has paid it all for some reason. I still get a they direct don't want to believe every they month. Don't want to, oh, oh, hopefully January twenty twenty four. Oh yeah, little man. Did he not say he's coming back? <laughs> and the first thing that he's gonna do away with is rent. 
um, but I think one of the things that has helped me with that has been one of the best pieces of advice we've gotten from um, Kenny and Maffedon when we yeah. met with him in August and he decided early oh. in the morning he would kill us both guys also just to say when this guy comes on the podcast <laughs> no genuinely because l- let this be the warning when this guy comes on the podcast he's gonna tell you the truth <sighs> and the thing about the truth is the truth hurts the truth hurts. It, but it's good for you yeah. listen that meeting that we had with him just oh oh how can somebody tell you get to my office what was it like 7 a.m or something <laughs> get to my office at 7 a.m we're having a meeting sorry what <laughs> <laughs> Guys, you know how um, I said when I was angry, I made the girl sound, yeah? This one, I was shocked. I said, whoa. Whoa. <laughs> whoa. 7 a.m. is quite... A sh- sir, are you sure? No, but somebody that asks you to meet at 7 a.m., they have things they to have say. Things to to say. <laughs> they have things to say. And they need you alert. ASAP. They said the crack oh, of The crack of The crust is coming out of we your got eyes. got in there. And one of the pieces of advice I left with, um, I left with so many things from that meeting, but yep. he was very honest with us about like our trajectory and what we need to do in this very pivotal season of our yep. lives um in order to really walk where god is going mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um and he would just like sometimes you think you have to do more because you think you need more than you actually need right and what that when you really think about it you recognize that what you're operating in is no longer fear of lack but actual greed like you just want more and more and more when you don't need it mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. you actually and i think when we really deep it and claude my mentor we were talking about this our friend. Claude as well man yeah um we were talking about this recently and mm-hmm. he was like are your basic needs covered you have roof you have food you have shelter and i was like yeah of course like light work i, I can cover that with like one contract he was just like so what else are you chasing why can't you focus on your dreams um security how about that it's funny that it's funny. but you don't understand i like my iced tartans with caramel and soy and it's like actually when you and it, nobody's telling you to live in poverty no one's saying don't enjoy nice things but we're talking from the lens of there's something we actually need to commit ourselves to which is a risk yeah. and the reason why we tell, keep telling ourselves we can't commit to that risk is because we have this false idea that we need more than we actually need and it's like actually if you just trust god he's already proven that he is sufficient to provide all of your needs like it's actually already proved you're not taking a leap of faith you just need to step into what it is that god has already prepared for you right it's like god is inviting you to the table you've been praying for but you keep going out and buying your own groceries just go and sit down But sitting down is hard. <laughs> but sitting down, what if he doesn't bring me food? What if the chair breaks? What has suggested in your story that he won't provide the food? Yeah. And it's like, no, but there's been those moments of scarcity. But those moments of scarcity have always been for, for, followed by moments of abundance. And we've yep. seen it there and we we've go. experienced there it. There we go. There we go. It's just believing in God's track record a bit, you know? And I think we've been harping a lot about believing in our own track record. Exactly. But actually, it's not about us and our ability. It's actually about trusting God's and his. 100%. No, I absolutely love that. And where does your faith actually lie? lie? So when you are worried, when you are stressed, when you are scared about the future, that is a big indicator that your trust is actually not in God, but in in man. Everything else. But also, in the specifically in the people that have failed you. Including yourself, actually, sorry, just to make that very clear. That's even the biggest one. Including yourself, exactly. Most of it is because we trust ourselves. Stop it. 
Stop it. It's funny because um, we were talking about this. There is a reason that when we say trusting God's promises, this is above all else, the most important thing that you should do. Because God made a promise concerning you with himself, not with you. You are not trustworthy. On his name. On his name. The creator of the universe said, I am concerning you. Mm. <laughs> I'm making a pact with myself. Mm. Meaning that there is nothing that, that you know, can break this, yeah. right? God loves us so much. He made a promise with himself. <laughs> not us. About you. Not not you, because you ain't going to come through. One You're not going to hold you. your end of the deal. You're not. We One are not going to hold you. our end of the deal. And you need to start, you know, realizing that you're not involved yeah. in that covenant like yeah. that. It is concerning you, but it's not with you. Yes. And that you should, there should be so much faith and happiness and joy and knowing peace. that it's not contingent on you because mm. one thing about you you're gonna fail mm. and that's simple okay. as you're gonna fail you're gonna fail people it. and you've seen that people have failed you mm-hmm. so stop trusting in yourself stop trusting in the other people stop allowing your faith to be determined by the poor experiences you've had with others and start allowing yourself to trust and believe in god's plan for you god's perfect plan perfect for you. Plan. listen it, there's a reason why i always banter him and say apostle apostle kenny you've come <laughs> to tell us but for like, real it was it was a huge realization like i really appreciated it because i think there are very few people who will be that real with you 100 um and i think it also has helped me really just value the people we have around us um who have just kind of taken us under our wing under their wing sorry yeah um but also really believed in what we're doing like this year i have felt so affirmed by the people around me 100%. that like we are doing the damn thing yeah yep. um and it's also you guys like Every single person that listens to this podcast, we'll just be walking. Was it yesterday we went mm. out or something? We we're walking, and then somebody was just walking past us and shouting at us. I really love your podcast. Keep doing what you're doing. And then she, you could tell she was on her way to work. So it's just like, <laughs> and we love those we moments. We love those moments because, guys, I don't think you understand. Like, there will be moments where, we, as Courtney was mentioning earlier, we'll be having the most worst week of them all. Let me actually ex- <laughs> let me describe to you a situation all. that this is the perfect example of. Because this woman, I don't even know if you're a human being. You might have been an angel. Oh, genuinely. We went to, we were nominated for podcast of the year this year. You guys are already know by the Be Creator Awards. Yep. We went to the award show. We looked all cute, whatever. Mm-hmm. And we were like, wow. You know, when you go and you're like, everyone was giving their speeches where they were really like, I didn't expect to win this. It's not that we expected <laughs> to win, but because we are highly competitive people, our hope is to win. Yeah, I don't, I don't we're not coming there with, if, if we didn't have hopes to win, why would we come? Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Um, and, so, and so we sat there and we were kind of like, that would actually be really nice to win. Yeah. Um, and this is just so cool. You know, we were grateful, but also that competitiveness was there. We didn't win, uh, as you guys know, because we haven't said anything. We didn't win. <laughs> and then the winners of the category Shits and Gigs, um, shout out to you guys because you're actually yeah, you the guys podcast are smashing game. It, you're, but I have a gripe. I have a gripe. <laughs> so <laughs> they won the category. So well done to you guys. Honestly. But, um, they didn't come to the award show. They gave like a, a video, a video mm-hmm. um, thank you, a video acceptance speech. And they talked about this on their podcast, which is what I'm going to talk about here, where they were like, oh, you know, like, oh yeah, we won another award. It was like a very obnoxious, like 
arrogant acceptance video and they did it like on purpose they were just bantering because they yeah, didn't yeah, think yeah. they were going to win so that's what they said on their podcast and it just left us in that moment because i have never really like interacted with them in person i just thought no one can actually be this arrogant so i'm glad i found out that it was all just yeah, banter because yeah, yeah. i was able to laugh at it afterwards but genuinely it just made us feel like wow like we really wanted to we're a relatively newish podcast yeah. we really wanted to like win this award and then the people that have one are basically like oh it's another one yeah. for the books whatever whatever so i was just like really upset so we left that evening just feeling very and also the evening was a very interesting one let's not even get into that but it was just like <laughs> we left the evening just thinking like oh like we had to you know when the bible says encourage yourselves yeah. like it, we had to really encourage ourselves we're like no you know what it's okay it's not just about awards like firstly the people that did win in this category really deserved it yeah. we can't deny that and then also like we are having impact renee this year we built a school <laughs> And then as we're walking out and we're just like, you can tell we're a little bit sad mm. about everything. On our way to the train station, we meet a girl who's like, oh my gosh, I was just listening. Um, she said to me, she was like, I was just listening to your episode on the Magnify podcast. I love you guys. And literally she stopped us. We were on our way to like catch our last train mm -hmm. and she stopped us and she was like, let me tell you something. I moved here as into London because of you guys. You gave me the confidence to do that. Crazy. And she just spent time, when I say speaking life into us, I don't think she knew, she, first of all, she definitely didn't know what we were coming from. And I don't think she knew how much we needed to hear it. Yeah. And she was adamant in not letting us go before giving our flowers, us our flowers. Yeah. And she spoke so much life into us. And I think it just came at the perfect time. And it was God's reminder mm. that, this is not, awards are not what you're going to use to measure your success. Absolutely. What you're going to use to measure your success is how many lives you've touched. Mm. And she was just, it was, it was like God wrote that moment himself to remind us of that. Yeah. Um. And I think meeting all of you guys, like honestly, when you see us, no matter how stressed or tired we look, please always feel free Let to come know. and talk to us and we come and it. tell us like, if you're liking it, what it's doing for you, because we need it. The encouragement, no, genuinely, the encouragement is necessary. It is not easy to, I'm sure you guys can relate in a different sphere if you're yeah, not a podcaster yeah. or you're not building, you know, a business or an organization or whatever. It is not easy to turn up every single week, sometimes twice a week, sometimes multiple mm. times, in addition to everything else that we're doing as yeah. part of this movement. So it's not even just about, coming up here and that like, talking chatting with my best mate as much as it's great it's sometimes it's not great because we tired or yeah. it, it's a random time in the day or you know it's in between work or whatever mm -hmm. it is not easy to speak life into other people yeah. and we have thousands of people that listen to us praise the lord we love mm -hmm. all of you but we sometimes need folks to speak life into yeah. us and we have been so privileged over the, this year in particular i definitely resonate there's been so many people that have been speaking life into us. There's been so many people that are in close proximity to yeah. us that have really taken us under their wing and have made it a priority to actively speak life into us and speak seeds into us. We are not like, we were even bantering, I think the other day, it's like, oh, we don't see ourselves as celebrities one At bit. All. And I don't <laughs> think there will ever be a time where we see ourselves as celebrities because that's cringe and gross. <laughs> it's a bit gross. <laughs> gross. <laughs> Um, but also I'm not David Beckham, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but it it just goes to show that we are human beings that also need affirmation yeah, and also could time. do with our community pouring back into us so that we can do the work yeah. that we do. So, you know, the buildings of the school, that there's so much stuff that is so 
part of this expansive vision that we have for womanhood. Mm. This is more than just us. And it's something that we've had to reiterate and even affirm amidst ourselves. This is more than just us coming to speak to you guys and speak life into you. It's really about creating that life as well, right? It's about seeing a Mm. vision of a better womanhood. And sometimes we need that life reaffirmed into Into us. us. It also reminds me of the experience that we had with the sit down most recently. Shout out to you guys. Shout out to Top Head, the whole team, (laughs) Rax, our events manager. We you know that we love you. Like this is actually a public declaration of love. Um, and one thing that we really pride ourselves on at To My Sisters is in any capacity that you interact with us, whether it be listening to our podcast, working with us, we want to leave you with a positive sisterhood relationship experience, right? So we were invited to speak at the Sit Down UK's event. It was their last event of the year and we were super honored to be invited to close out the year. And what we were not expecting for them to do is to literally give us back our flowers. Mm. So there was a segment in the show and in the conversation where they literally stopped and said, hey, we want to give you your flowers and brought roses for the folks that were present to give us roses and basically say like, this is the way that you've contributed to my life or you've contributed to the community or to the society. And again, another opportunity for us to, you know, watery eyes just a bit, you know, so somebody was chopping onions somewhere in the back. I think we had a burger that had like one <laughs> slice of onion in it. Um, but just even that visceral, physical reminder yeah. that the work that we do is important. Sometimes we need it. It's necessary and it gives us energy and we need to stay encouraged because child, the mountains that are ahead of us in 2024 are insane. <sighs> well, <laughs> well. And yeah. we need our community to be insaner. If you want to come with that energy, obviously, don't approach us and you're a bit like mad. Yeah, yeah, don't yeah. come here and say girl to me. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> but definitely, like, yeah, we, we need the encouragement. And I guess in 2023, we have come to learn that encouragement is important, not just in terms of what we're speaking into, but ensuring that we encourage ourselves and have yeah. people to encourage us. For real, man. Wow. But it's been an amazing year. Like oh, we actually, thank you. Just thank you so much. I don't think we can express how much our lives have changed since starting to my sister. And it has been an honor actually serving you guys. It's been an honor getting to realize that like so many of you all around the world actually listen to us whether it's just one episode here and there just following the podcast on socials or being here every single week coming to an international retreat coming to an event supporting brands that we work with whatever it is like just thank you so much oh like Thank you. Like even our own mothers look at us in the eye sometimes and they're like, what you're building here is special. It's something. It's special. So honestly, thank you so much for allowing this to be our legacy um, and for continually showing up. Like words cannot express how grateful we are. And we know that even as you have gone through a lot of the challenges, whether it's ones that you relate to that we've discussed about or ones which we can't even relate to at all. um, Just well done for making it through well done for making it through and we pray that you continue to encourage yourself as we enter a new year but also that you reflect at the fact that you are still here still made it through okay so that brings us to the end of today's ep merry christmas girlies merry christmas to one and all christmas sisters brothers Mm -hmm. merry Mm -hmm. women Mm -hmm. gentlemen Mm -hmm. and they's everywhere (laughs) everybody (laughs) everybody can get everywhere every single person 
thank you so much um have an amazing christmas and we will talk to you next week there's not going to be a season break this year yeah yeah yeah. we're, we're coming getting... straight out of the out the kitchen so season five will come upon ya let me anticipate even, that yeah even with the anticipation of season five there's a couple new things that will be happening over at cmf <laughs> so we hope that you guys are excited yeah whilst you're enjoying your mince pies if you enjoy them though i, I think love mince pies oh. i love mince pies mince pies with custard mince pies with ice cream anyway we should all know less about each other. <laughs> I didn't know you liked it like <laughs> that, though. Really? Yeah, the yeah. Christmas ones? Yes. The fruity ones? Yes. <laughs> do, do you like Christmas pudding? No. Okay. That's, That's good. That's because good. it's alcohol. Like, I don't like yeah, desserts that, that have that alcohol that taste. I hate that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't like that. But I you like, like a good rum cake. Sticky toffee pudding? Love it. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's actually probably Ice the best dessert. Preferably ice cream, mm-hmm. preferably ice cream, mm-hmm. but I could also do a custard. I hear it, mine. I hear it. I would, I'm glad that you said that the the best dessert was that what you're gonna say. One of the best desserts is what sticky toffee pudding. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah top yeah, tier, yeah, yeah. top sticky tier. Toffee pudding. Apple crumble. I just, oh, I just want to say Costco. You do a great sticky toffee pudding. Do they? Yes, they do. Oh, I've oh never my had gosh, it. I might even purchase it for. Yes, you please. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I might even... They do a fantastic. But you know what they have it with clotted cream oh yeah yeah yeah. you know what clotted cream is the most elite listen the most elite um topping accoutrement what do you call it an accessory side what do you call it what do you call it accoutrements accoutrement ah francais francais but like it's just the it's just the best like it's fantastic ah clotted cream on a scone with jam what do you know about us uh, British girls? British. Oh, That's when the British will jump Get out us of a me. scone and what? a clotted cream, a little Ooh. bit of jam. With a nice cup of yeah. tea. Yeah, Bob's your uncle. And Thank a you nice very finger much. sandwich. Jeez. Oh. Call me she's, Catherine from Essex. She's, she's, oh, she's. That is right up my street. <laughs> we need to do afternoon tea. Oh, but yeah, um, Christmas is upon us. What's yeah. your favourite Christmas food? We would love you know? to hear. And literally from all over the world, tell us what you like eating at Christmas. Because ah. I know some of you are currently, you're preparing the guinea fowl. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> turkey leg the, the turkey tail all of that stuff some of you are preparing your favorite stew listen i love nigerians yeah <laughs> they will come and say ah, what do you mean jollof rice is for christmas <laughs> too? i don't doubt i don't doubt i don't doubt you bit um asian girls what's, yeah, what's your favorite yeah, yeah, thing yeah. to pull out at a christmas time like let us know um what you guys are enjoying for christmas for this festive period we know that christmas mm-hmm. isn't necessarily something that everyone in our community celebrates yeah, either yeah, so we yeah. just hope that you have a great festive period 100%. a great restful time yeah we love and adore you all follow us on social media at to my sisterhood that's what you can get us for christmas sign up to the mailing list if you want to put a bow on that christmas you. gift you can sign up to that at to my and then enjoy yourselves just enjoy yourselves okay spread light and love and laughter love you all so much and as always keep glowing and growing Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. 
Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 